It is the Ministry of the Dynasty, your post-scene podcast. My name is Haima Black, recording for another week here at the Music Garage in Chicago. Fantastic rehearsal facility in the city. MusicGarage.com, if you're a musician, check them out on the web. Get yourself in here. Get practicing. That's all I've got to say about that. Who in here is in the room with me? Stormy. Yes. And we have a special guest host tonight. It's uh, Eric Labrat. Yes, Glitter Guts. Uh, people would know you from, from doing photography for your website. How are you doing, sir? Doing pretty well. Thank you so much for coming up. You're kind of co-hosting in. Uh, our normal resident co-host, Desiree, is out this weekend, but she'll be back next week. But we want to start bringing in interesting people from throughout the Chicagoland, kind of music, art, culture, community, to get in here and be part of this as we're doing it. How was everybody's week? Marshall, I haven't seen you. We didn't do a show last week. How have you been? Good. Um, I've been out all weekend, as usual. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, I mean, why would I stay in? That's basically the apocalypse. We record this on Sunday night, so this is always kind of at the end of everyone's weekend. And since I don't drink, I always feel fine. But I always feel like everybody else is going to come kind of crawling in here, depending on how bad or severe their Saturday night into Sunday morning was. Like, are you wrecked or you look like you feel okay? No. Well, the Red Bull makes it okay. I don't really drink all that much, so... I'm not usually hungover, but I am usually tired because I also don't sleep that much. Right. And Eric, it was your birthday this weekend. You just turned 21, so you're coming off, I'm sure, (laughs) tons of crazy partying. I'm far from 21. I'm a a pro at this, so I shouldn't be as fucked over as I am right now. But uh, I have a sugar hangover. Okay. Uh, I don't get hungover. I'm one of those assholes. I drink and drink and drink and black out and wake up wherever with things i don't understand covering my face and uh i still don't have a hangover i just like have a skip in my step and uh find the closest way home but uh i had so much fucking sugar and shitty champagne uh this weekend that it was there was like pie and donuts and cheesecake where did you celebrate your birthday like um, a lot of it a lot of it was at the sex store that i was shooting at yesterday yeah you did a a sex store photo shoot right yeah it was a 10th anniversary of uh early to bed which is an awesome yes uh woman owned uh pro women pro queer uh sex shop in rogers park and it was their 10th anniversary and they had uh Peanut M&M's, which I didn't know existed. Not peanut, pretzel M&M's, which I didn't know existed. Yes, they're good. Oh, I didn't know about those either. Mini cupcakes and shitty, shitty champagne. And I drank a lot of it, and I'm a sugar hungover like a motherfucker. Early to bed, I mean, they probably won't remember this. I don't know if it's still the same people. They sponsored an early Dynasty podcast party, I mean, like 2005, 2006, and they gave us some kind of awesome dildo to give away Mm -hmm. at a costume party we did just years ago before debonair was debonair it was trevia and it, it that probably, was like our our grand prize it was this awesome dildo and people were really excited about winning it it probably is a lot of the same people i actually wrote for their blog like reviewing like the few like guy things they had which right. was like dick sleeves and butt plugs and shit what is a dick sleeve um, yeah i'm not really sure what a dick sleeve know, is either all right you know what the flashlight is right where it's like you know a flashlight with a silicon mouth or something at the end of it it's kind of stuff like that but it's more postmodern. it doesn't have the like (laughs) vaginal or face shape it's just like a a jerk sleeve or a dick sleeve or it sounds so existential it's like it has no face face it has no beginning and no end i feel like it's way less weird than a disembodied face sure because that's kind of saw that's kind of like a little bit like torture porny it's just like here's a face this is all stuff that i don't really use or i don't use the sleeves sure because I'm old-fashioned like that. Because you're a gentleman. Yeah, I'm, no, no, I just know how to get off without, like, having to reach into the toy store. It just doesn't seem drawer. necessary. Sure. Well, happy birthday. I don't birthday. need all the bells and whistles. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad you're able to make it up here, 
even it's, in the midst of your... As long as I keep heavy rations of sugar, I'll be fine. Well, that's awesome, man. And that sounds like a party. You do what I think people would look at and be like, you're a professional partier. Like, you're a photographer. You go out, do tons and tons of events. Like, what all does that entail? And is it really as much of kind of like professional partying as it might look to other people? I feel like it is both of those things separately. It's very professional and it's very much partying. Uh, it's kind of I need to have the professional patience of a of a Buddhist monk because I'm dealing with uh, drunk oh yeah assholes all day totally. all night. And I love drunk assholes; those are my people. But uh, I forgot what where my train of thought was going. <laughs> I have to deal. <laughs> I have to deal with drunk assholes. Yeah, uh, those are my people. And uh, what I do doesn't preclude me from becoming a drunk asshole so long as I'm in control of myself and uh, my equipment at all times. How drunk can you get and still pull off a successful photo booth shoot? Okay, well, uh, I saw you a lot at South by Southwest. Yes, uh, I was coming off of a three four week road trip where me and my partner uh sarah who runs glitter guts with me yes uh we had polished off in three weeks six bottles of old overholt which is uh my favorite rye whiskey okay and did not have a single moment of blackout until the last night at south by southwest where she ended up taking the camera from me and taking some pictures of me with a random person on my shoulder (laughs) i'm like who was that person what the fuck happened but all the pictures that i took that night i was like wow well exposed good color balance good framing i'm like apparently i can completely zero out on my memory for the night get completely shit-faced start putting people on my shoulders and still take a really good photograph so so. you could in theory be like roofied and probably still pull off an event i very possibly have been however you might not be able to walk in that state interestingly enough yeah if you just were in like a wheelchair and i can do it yeah. Standing is definitely necessary. Walking, not so much. People find your stuff at glitterguts.com, right? Mm-hmm. That's the website. And I feel like you've probably photographed every single hipster and scenester and, and like crust punk kid and party kid in the city, I would imagine. At this I'm point. trying to get them all. Yeah. It's like Pokemon. Yeah. But a lot drunker. I mean, the hipsters are easy pickings, but I'm trying to get all the queer core kids, all the crust punks, all the goths, all the ravers, sure. and definitely all the future uh, congressmen. The goths are a lot more elusive. I mean, the, the flash, the it burns their eyes. And Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you've ever gotten a picture of Marshall because she's all decked out in black all the time, as am I. I mean, sometimes I blend into the darkness, but I managed to show up in the photos somehow. I went to some other party the other day. I was there with Juliana, our friend who's in the room, and... There was some other photographer there. I don't know who it was. I'd never seen him before. It wasn't like you or Mm -hmm. Clayton or Tyler or anybody who, like, you see a lot and you know as a professional. And I just feel like now there's a lot of these guys who are just kind of, like, coming up and they just figure, like, I have a camera. I have a backdrop. I can do this. Do you see that? Um, I haven't seen it a lot with the photo booths. I have seen it every every few months a new one pops up. And a lot of them don't do it because the, the thing about dealing with drunk people is they're very self-important and do not give a shit about if your equipment costs a dollar or a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars and shit gets knocked over and shit breaks a lot. So a lot of people are like, oh man, he just sets up his light. It looks really easy. Get really frustrated really quickly. Yeah. Are, are drunk people just like, I mean... It's it's like working with children or animals or it's or like drunk animals corralling herding <laughs> or drunk children and animals yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> like children who are getting animals drunk <laughs> that's and a good description and you're enabling of them and if they're having fun I'm having fun it's like what's the best part of of doing what you do like what are what are the shoots or the events where you're like fuck yes I'm so glad I get to do this. I like when I'm in a very specific scene and someone comes up to me and says, I know you from this or I know you from something 
completely other than this. I, I get a lot of, uh, oh, I don't photograph well, but I love the pictures you've taken of me because I, I feel like I get a good connection with a lot of people and I'm trying to build up a trust where if I take a shitty picture of you, I'm not going to put it online. I'm not going to put you through that. I take a lot of shitty pictures. I, I, mean, I feel like I only take shitty pictures. Camera. Fuck it. I've gotten some good ones of you. Maybe. I mean, if so, you're putting them up there, I trust you. What were, in recent memory, what do you think some of your, you know, specific favorite events that you photographed were that you got some really interesting shots or, you know, things coming up that you think have potential uh-huh. for really interesting shots? One of my favorite ones uh, might just uh, pop into the room because uh, pop into my head because everyone in the room is wearing black. But uh, Nocturna is one of my favorite events in the city. Sure, uh, it's one of the longest running goth events, one of the longest running events Parties in the city. Sh- yeah, for and, sure. And uh, it was eighteen plus dance party when there were no eighteen plus dance parties. So I right. used to go there when I was an underager in Chicago. But it's a uh, goth and dark wave and all the all the spooky kid death rock shit. And I really like the pictures because there are so many representations of goth kids, like as parody in South Park totally. in comics. And that's not how like they they really look when they're going out. And there are so many different like shades of goth. I feel like <laughs> shades so, of black. So yeah. that's one I'm going to be doing the Nocturna uh, Halloween party, which is going to be at the Bottom Lounge instead of the Metro because it's their biggest one of the year. That's pretty cool, and that I'm really excited about. And I just did a uh, a really odd event at uh, the Orphanage in Bridgeport. Sure, yeah. Um, so it was in an old church, and it was the Black and Brown Punk Show, and it was all uh, Latino and african-american hardcore punk music yeah and it was also in honor of this uh trans woman who was being who had been uh kind of uh, arrested for a murder that was uh kind of hate crime provoked i don't want to talk too much about it because it's a sensitive issue and i don't have all my facts straight right but uh wasn't being treated entirely fairly either in prison or by the legal system and so in solidarity uh with this woman it was drag themed so it was a bunch of black punk rockers brown punk rockers white punk rockers a lot of crusty kids all in drag and it was like one of those things that like this event isn't going to happen again it's too much of a mismatch of things and i get to be here and it's awesome it is awesome when you find those events where you're like this is a once in a lifetime thing you know and you know that you're there and it's totally just, yeah, like you said, not going to happen again. It's mm-hmm. totally something that doesn't make sense on paper. And it's like a really special event versus just going out to the same weekly or something every single week. Mm-hmm. Totally. Coming up tomorrow, actually, um, a good friend of mine that you you all know, Peter Propaganda, uh, is Love doing him. an event. Uh, it's a necro furry party. So I, I sort of wish that you had a photo booth at that one. And I think that if he's going to do future ones, you should probably um, get in touch with him about that because I'd really like to see some necro furry pictures. I Def- do too. Define so very much. <laughs> is that like roadkill animals instead of regular animals? Yeah, I was going to yeah, say define kind of. necro furry. Um, that you know, zombie furries, roadkill furries, anything like that. Any sort of animal and dead that you can really put together. I think. I have like the biggest weirdo photographer boner right now. I want to take pictures of all the dead furry animal people. I used to do furry work actually for a while for Boom Boom Room at Green Dolphin when it was still at Green Dolphin. So, like, middle of this last decade, you know, and I would show up. I was working with Joey, who was the promoter, and because um, he worked at Q101 as well. So, I worked with him on Q101, and I kind of got brought into the fold on Music 101, their their promotions outfit, and, and Boom Boom Room. And so, anyway, like, I was kind of like this not house music kid, but they wanted to make use of me 
and people fucking love furries. So they would have me show up every once in a while as like a penguin or like a rabbit or a chicken or whatever. And I'm not kidding, man. It's the strangest thing. Chicks are all over furries. I mean, women were just like all about it. And I couldn't walk across the dance floor without people grabbing me. And it was the strangest thing. And I'm like, I'm dressed like a penguin. Like, why is this something you're interested in? But they were. Who doesn't want to hug a penguin at a party? It wasn't hugging. (laughs) Would have been when I saw you. (laughs) I would have given you a big penguin hug. There would have been nuzzles. Yes. I would have pretended I had a beak and rubbed it against your penguin neck. So like little Eskimo kisses. Like like the way penguins like interact. Penguin kisses. That just sounds like that sounds tender. Now I want to dress up as a penguin and just have Eric kind of like, you know, cuddle me and make me feel good. That sounds sweet. Oh. Uh. <laughs> um, you mentioned last night was your birthday and it's funny, last night for me was my ten year high school reunion, which I was aware of that it was happening, but I didn't realize it was last night and I totally blew it off. Like and Marshall, you said that you haven't gotten to that point yet because you're younger, right? Yeah, I have uh, two more years and I'll be there. I was totally just like not in the mindset that I would want to go because I can't even imagine wanting to go to your high school Is there a mindset where one would want to go? No, yes, because people on Facebook were like super, super, super into the idea. Like there was a group. It was like class of 2001, blah, blah, blah. You know, like all these people were posting and it was all people I don't remember from high school. Like That's what happened with mine. Yeah. Like I didn't go to my 10-year high school reunion, which happened uh, I think maybe six months ago. And I talk. I only know one person who did, uh, and it was my friend's son, who was a uh, hip hop Asian kid. Yeah. And I was like, "So who went?" He's like, "The upper class black dudes and the Asian dudes who hung out with them." He's yeah, like, it, sounded, and it was so... like I hung with both of those scenes sometimes, but it was no one that I recognized on the event page. And the other thing that turned me off to it, and this is something that I face every once in a while, especially on New Year's Eve, is that there was like a $60 cover or something to walk in the door, but that cover was attached to the drink package. And if you're someone like me who doesn't drink, you're paying $60 just to walk in the door. That happens a lot on New Year's Eve, too, mm-hmm. where like something is $100 or $200 because you get some huge drink package, and you're like, well, I'm just walking in the room. I don't need the drink package, but there's no... like To see like the equivalent of like a 15 to $23 concert. Sure, totally. Something that otherwise, yeah, would be like 15 bucks. And there's no option where it's like, well, if you don't want to drink, you can pay $15, but if you want to come out wasted, you can spend 150 Have you ever called the venues and said, like, I'm, a, I'm my group of friends designated driver or something that's a good idea i feel like it'd be like kind of diva or like i feel like people wouldn't believe you they'd be like uh-huh of course you don't want to drink on new year's eve but maybe i should that's kind of a good idea yeah it's a weird kind of climate not drinking in this city because there's nothing that's really designed for that i mean everyone's going to oversell their own ambiance as it is so they're oh, probably yeah. going to just say fuck you but it's like it's worth a try because everyone's kind of got a soft spot for like the few people who actually like are designated drivers and i never even not think straight about edge guys way. though if you say like i'm straight edge they'll be like we well, don't, want, like we don't want you at our new year's event <laughs> yeah see and i've never used that term every once in a while people are like oh hi i'm a straight edge i'm like i've never used that because straight edge kids are really weird and all they talk about is how they're straight edge well Mm -hmm. I don't think it's that so much as because I I can say this because I used to be a straight edge kid I think it's something that's attached more to a different scene because it's really like prevalent within like the hardcore like metal scene and it's sort of a term I think that goes along with that and it's a huge part of their identity that it isn't necessarily you know for you because it's kind of like a way to I don't know. It's just a way to differentiate themselves from, you know, all the disgusting, like, 
sticky people who are <laughs> wasted. People, all the people all who Eric is taking pictures <laughs> of, and he's like, I'm, all, I'm yeah. all about personal purity and picking like whatever path is right for you, whether it's vegetarianism or veganism or meditation or sure. complete drug freedom or complete freedom to take all the drugs you want. But, sure. Uh, I feel like there's a big attitude of like judgment that goes along with straight edge. I think that's what it is, and I don't have that. Like yeah. I, every person I know drinks, mm-hmm. and I go to bars with my friends, so I never have that attitude of like because Fuck it's you just guys. something like, you do or don't do for you. It's not your identity. Exactly. The same thing as like I, I don't like a black straight edger, and no. I definitely never fell into that category of you know I dislike you because you do drink. You know when I didn't drink, but. I do think it was, um, now I just completely forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> what have you got coming up in the near future, like between now and the end of the year? Like, are you already looking at New Year's Eve stuff, things like that? Are people already reaching out to you? And how, and also, how do people book you for an event? Maybe for like new promoters who are like, I want glitter guts at my party. Um, usually they just send me uh, emails, sometimes Facebook requests, which I hate because... Facebook doesn't have a spell check, and everyone looks extra dumb on Facebook. And it's easy to lose messages. A lot of messages. people ignore the spell check and emails still, too. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know how to spell. I actually had someone knock on the door at the uh, studio where I do a lot of shoots and a lot of editing uh, the other day, and was just like, it was uh, the upstairs neighbor like comes down in pajamas, and he's like, you're glitter guts, right? <laughs> I'm like... Yeah, he's like, I'm sorry, we had an issue before with me playing my music too loud. And I was like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. One, I don't want to be that guy in any, in any <laughs> Get scenario. Off my lawn. It was more like, no, you had your speakers on the floor while you listened to a lot of pop punk trash. <laughs> Something You had were to blasting be done. Yellow Card, yeah. Yeah. And so people can email you. What have you got coming up between now and the um, end of the year? Are people reaching out to you about New Year's yet? Is it too soon? Um, Halloween even? It's, it's weird. I'm thinking either like six months in advance or like one month in advance. So I'm thinking more about uh, Halloween stuff that's coming up. And I'm really excited about uh, Nocturno, like I mentioned. Sure. We're going to be doing the second event that we've done with uh, Carnival Delirium, mm-hmm. which is the Chicago steampunk DJs. And they put on a circus inside Reggie's, which is going to have... Uh, it's going to be a mix of like burlesque and sideshow performances. Last year, they had uh, Enigma, which is like the full-body jigsaw puzzle tattooed guy with the like fork tongue and people were like shaking their titties around hammering nails into their skulls and that was a lot of fun and uh i'm not sure doesn't that sound like good things yeah yeah i like clowns i like people shaking their titties around i like people doing things that should put them in the hospital but do you like clown don't. titties not like as a personal <laughs> fetish, but yes, I like clown titties. Like you support people's right to have clown titties. I don't dislike them. I don't dislike any titties. Glitterguts.com is the website. Thank you so much, man, for coming up and kind of hanging out and just fucking talking shit with us and shit like that. Um, this is something we're going to do. We're going to bring people in. It's going to kind of grow. I think we're going to have multiple people in the future. Like The idea is just to bring different people in here, get different conversation going. And I think in the future, we're going to have some drinks, which I think will kind of make it a little bit more fun, too. For everyone the else. Red Bull's a nice touch, though. We the Red Bull is really nice. Well. Yes, Music Garage. Yeah, champagne would be appreciated right also. Now. If yeah. anyone would like to donate some champagne, sponsor champagne, perhaps. Yeah, we really, Pizza, yeah. Sushi, um, you know. We're totally open to sponsorships. Everything. Yes, absolutely. Like liquor, pizza, anything people want to send our way. I'll just start yelling out company names. Old Overholt, Bocce's. Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. Lumonati's. If you just name enough companies, then uh, like Vitamin oh. Water Zero. Eventually yeah. someone will feel guilty and they'll have to step up. <laughs> we want guilt sponsorships. What up, Sweeting Heart Bakery? Yeah. Calling you out. 
Totally. Let's get some cake balls in this bitch. Eric, Glitter Guts, thank you so much for coming up tonight. Marcel, thank you for coming up for another week. And we'll be back here next week. People can find this podcast at theministryofthedynasty.com. It's the central hub for all Dynasty podcast activity online. And also on Facebook, facebook.com slash dynastypodcasts, and twitter.com slash dynastypodcasts as well. For the Dynamic Dynasty, my name is Haima Black, Dynasty Descend.